Welcome to another episode of the CDW Life Nuggets Podcast with Pastor Cher D. Winkley, where the Word of God is the foundational truth that we believe and live. It's life for our spiritual and practical application. Tune in, hear the Word, and prepare to be empowered to manifest and maximize life. And now, a message from Pastor Cher D. Winkley. Hello there, and thank you so much for tuning in and listening to CDW Life Nuggets podcast. I am so glad and grateful that you are uh, faithful listeners and connected with us and are partners with us. Uh, I pray that you are blessed with every podcast that you take a listen to, and I know that this one will be no different than the others. Uh, I am absolutely positive that you are going to be blessed by the guests that we have on our podcast today. Uh, I am honored to have Dr. Kimberly Ellison on our podcast. She is a very sought after, highly sought after, a conference speaker, trainer, seminar facilitator. She's an author, a panel moderator, and she um, gives and provides solutions to small businesses, nonprofits, Fortune 500 companies, you name it. Um, and I am thrilled that, number one, we are connected uh, she and I, and number two, that she decided to be a part of this so that you all could be connected uh, and sit at her feet and just hear what she has to say. Um, today, we are going to discuss, uh, this podcast is titled Discipline During Disaster, and uh, we are, of course, recording this during COVID-19, uh, which many of us, I'm sure, have been somewhat affected uh, by it. It's nothing more than making adjustments with your schedules or adjusting your service times or trying to adjust the new norm of life um, as we all have stay at home and shut down orders. And I thought it would be best for us to hear from someone who is functionally um, um, using the discipline that God has given her uh, in this disastrous time and still producing according to the kingdom of God and impacting um, those that she is connected with. So, Dr. Ellison, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Pastor Cher, for having me. I am excited and looking forward to the download that we'll talk about today and what um, the Lord has just deposited um, for his sons and daughters. Again, I'm excited and thank you. Thank you for um, having me on board. My pleasure, my pleasure. So I want to I want to talk about, um, of course, we are going to discuss during our time, as I stated, discipline during disaster and um, not to uh, beat the nail over the head, if you will, about COVID-19. But I just want to talk about how that um, has affected in, in lieu of maybe you personally or how you think it has affected uh, people with vision and people with um, that are entrepreneurs and small businesses and you know those that you are connected with and then we'll move into um, those disciplinary the um, the discipline that we need uh, during those times. So how do you think or what has your experience been on how this has affected uh, those that you are connected with in terms of business? Absolutely. So first of all, it is definitely um, an impact into those business owners, entrepreneurs, and again, even clients that I have the honor to serve and work with as well. And so over the past, uh, let's say three weeks, um, there has been a decline um, in the consistency of service and products being purchased, um, also cancellation of contracts and individuals who had aspirations to continue in business, especially those who are in the smaller um, sector of business, it impacts um, the actual financial income, the revenue flow. And so I've heard mm -hmm. 
and even experienced um, personally some cancellation due to, again, the crisis. And when we're in a crisis, we're in a situation that is uncontrollable. It's out of our hands, it's out of our scope and realm. So um, again, just that physical um, being able to provide um, like you've done in the past for your business and also for those that you serve. And then it impacts your faith because what happens is when you're looking at the situation in front of you, you know the vision that God has given you, and you're like, okay, everything around me contradicts what's in me. What am I to do to move forward? Am I to stop in business? Am I to, you know, sit on the sidelines right now? And so it's a manner of um, being able to persevere and pursue and also pray, but also produce um, in this crisis as well. So it is a physical and and then also family. Um, I had a family member um, who actually had the COVID-19 and um, mm-hmm. he is a survivor. Um, and also I'll pray with Amen. you to God, but Praise was God. in the epicenter in New York and um, actually was, um, was able to have the oxygen tank, which they were rare um, in numbers, but Praise he was God. blessed Praise to God. have it. And so again, yeah. um, how do you continue to pursue um, in the face of adversity, in the face of a crisis, again, when you are a business owner, entrepreneur, and even a believer that owns a business or an, or an entrepreneur who is a business owner. Right, right. And I, I think that is so uh, important. First of all, praise God. That's a wonderful praise report. Um, I am always overjoyed when I see um, and hear of COVID survivors um, because there are just so many people who are um, losing their family members. So bless the Lord for your, mm-hmm. for your family member that is still here. Um, but, you know, in lieu of what you just said, and I, I know that um, discipline is one of the things that many believers have uh, difficult with in terms of uh, producing God's desire in our lives um, and yielding our will to his. And, and more often than not, that's not always a comfortable thing um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because our will is, is, quite different from God's and our perspective of how things should pan out is often very different from God's plan. Um, the Bible says that my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. And so um, it takes discipline to align ourselves with who God is, with what he says and with what he's doing. Um, discipline to seek him, discipline to hear from him, discipline to obey him, discipline to produce things for you to produce. Um, and so I know that that is an important factor in how we ought to respond to chaos and to disaster and to the calamity that we have. And not just, you know, for those of you that are listening, not to just center this around, although COVID-19 is a um, a very prominent, uh, it's a pandemic that is not just um, taking over our American society or our, our American culture, but it is one that is permeating the entire world. And so, of course, uh, this is a hot topic, if you will. Um, but these things that we are sharing with you at this moment um, can be applied in your life no matter what the situation is, um, because there are always things that would distract you from doing what it is that God has for you to do, whether it be in your business or your family um, or, you know, whatever those small things are that that you are taxed to do in the kingdom and with your responsibility. So again, Dr. Ellison, I know discipline is very important. What have you found um, that has kept you aside from, and and I almost hate to say aside from, because I know there's no such a thing, but aside from 
um, spending time with Christ and being being in prayer and reading his word, what are some of those practical things that have helped you maintain your focus and your discipline during this time? Absolutely. You know, I think you said one key word is um, when we talk about, you said practical, and that's where uh, we as believers have to really hone in on what is a discipline and look like. What is right, self-discipline? Right. Because what we um, often do as believers, we will um, over take a theory and make discipline, really a system of self-discipline is a practice. So that's something that you apply. Discipline is not a task, um, Pastor Sure, It's a result. Discipline right. is an outcome. Right. And good. we try to tie that's discipline good. down to a task. And so I can back up a little bit and so that we can take it from um, a biblical principle, but a practical perspective. For one, self-discipline mm-hmm. is a system. It is a system of action or inaction. That means whether you are a believer or an unbeliever, matter if where you are in your process, age, stage, um, title, you have a system. And so how you show up or do not show up is your system of self-discipline. And so if we want to back it up okay. all the way, self-discipline is a byproduct of your vision. And so what you believe about what God has given you is actually how you show up in the spirit of obedience. Obedience then is not a limitation. So that means self-discipline is not limiting you. It's actually opening you up for the promise that God has for you. Well, what do you mean, Dr. Kimberly? Pastor Cheryl, we think about it. Um, the Word of God teaches us in so many um, scriptures. And um, in 29 um, and and, and, um, 18, it says, where there is no vision, the people um, perish. Where there's no vision, the people throw off restraint. And when we think about um, how we throw off restraint is because we lack self-control. And Mm self-control drives discipline. And so we have to think of it in three things um, from a practical perspective, okay? We have to think about Mm -hmm. our beliefs. Um, how we apply, and then how we possess. So that's belief, apply, possess. And when we think about the practical is we have to go back, and what I've learned, you asked me, what have I learned um, in this process? But discipline, like you said, it's just not about COVID. Discipline starts um, every single day. And so when you think about your beliefs, Many of us struggle as believers and unbelievers. We struggle in the area of self-discipline because we struggle with our belief system mm-hmm. and our belief and um, about what it is we were truly called to do, um, our belief about our purpose. And the thing that drives our belief are our expectations, our experiences and our environment. And so you can take your system of self-discipline and look at it. And if you take that your belief system, meaning your experiences, your environment, and then your expectations, you will then see how you show up in your self-discipline. And if you go okay, back I, and mm-hmm. – I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I've got to stop you because I want you all that are listening to hear this, your experiences, your environment, and your expectation. expectations. I hope some of you – yeah, I, I pray that you all are not just listening, but since we are we are at home or wherever you may be, I hope that you are writing some of these things down because these are life nuggets. Um, your experience, your environment, your expectation. I'm sorry, Dr. Kimberly, I just had to repeat that. Go oh, ahead. No, Go they ahead. Say, no, I'm serious. <laughs> I, and, and stop me, please, because I get in the flow um, of the spirit and where he's leading me. And, and I just say it, it is your experiences, your environment and expectation shapes our beliefs. 
And so from mm-hmm. a practical That's perspective, good. we have to go back and look at our belief system. You know, what were those things that um, taught us that were around us that became a part of us and they live in us? And so we live it mm-hmm. out. And so we right. have to think about how can we change it? From a practical perspective, what are some things that um, our belief system has shaped that are untrue, that are contradictory to the promises and the word of God, that are contradictory to our destiny plan, that actually um, take away and deter and distract us from our Jeremiah 29 and 11? Because our experiences and our environment and our expectations begin to shape our belief. Well, if we are having, um, a, if God gives us a vision, that means he's given us a unilateral covenant. That means that the right. purpose that we were created for and um, our vision are one. Like he created us for a purpose to bring his kingdom in the earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so vision now becomes how he's going to utilize us to bring his purpose forward. Your vision now has goals. And the reason why we struggle is because we struggle with the belief of, did he really call me? Did he really choose me? Am I capable? Do I have the resources? And so we take the vision. Now we have distractions. We have, um, I'm talking about destiny distractions, things that begin to take you away. So check the belief. And I believe when we right. talk about, right. um, you know, how I said belief, apply, and possess. Well, then if we check how we apply our beliefs, that means we, that's going to impact our systems, our daily systems, our daily structure, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm, overall mm-hmm. impacts our self-discipline. So I, I just want to break it down very fundamentally because sometimes we get too wide when, when it's really, right. if, we, um, if we break it down um, where we can bite it and chew on it a little bit, we'll be able to digest it in a way that's going to bring us um, a healthy system of self-discipline. So our belief, check that, and then how we apply it. How do we, what right. systems and structures do we have in place to bring our destiny forward? I think what we have um, found, um, Cher, is that in the, in the practices of religious beliefs and systems, we um, think destiny is something that just happens to us. Well, really, we happen to destiny because he said that he foreknew us. His word says that when he right. formed us in our mother's belly, that he, he already gave us purpose before we were a person. So with that, that means we happen to destiny. And in order to do that, that means we have to have structures and systems in place that would allow us to live out what he's given us to do. Well, what does that look like? Well, how do we, what are the structures we have every day that protects the destiny on the inside of us? What are we doing when we have family members contacting us, um, you know, and we put their needs over what it is that we've been given to do when we, (laughs) I mean, I know it sounds very um, straightforward and very, but it is that simple because I take um, um, that being self-disciplined, very important because the only way we can manifest uh, the vision that God has given us is if we have structures and systems in place of self-discipline to help us produce Mm -hmm. what we see in our dreams. Like that's the only way, even in COVID and even in COVID, like we right, have people right, literally right. dying around us. We have people who uh, we're seeing things that we have never seen, unprecedented things that in my lifetime I've never seen. In my mom's lifetime, right. she's never seen. Right. We've only read about these things or maybe in a third world country or um, in some way. But we are experiencing some um, unprecedented times. We're experiencing some right. things that we've only, I mean, literally see in books, okay, or on movies. 
And so even in a system now that is chaotic, that is in crisis, that doesn't look like the norm, we are still expected to live out the vision. We're still expected to bring kingdom in the earth. And what does that look like in this time is where we as believers need to be seeking God and saying, okay, where is it now that you have me in this? Because it didn't surprise God. It didn't shock him. Of course. Where is it now? Are we, you know, we're to pray. We're to cover, we're to intercede. And then also, what do we do then? Because he says faith without works is dead. Works means there is a system in place, a structure, a belief system. There has to be something in place that you are actually producing and moving forward, even if it's prayer. I think people, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we separate productivity with an action. Productivity is a way of. It is an outcome right. of. And so... And lastly, I hope um, everybody's capturing this, but to possess. And so we think about that. It's really to, I mean, changing our belief system, checking our belief system, applying those systems and structures that, um, again, are God-centered, God-focused, yet practical, that's going to give us the outcome that we need in a self-discipline system, and then possess it. When we think about, um, when I think about possess, that means it already, um, it, it belongs to me. But I need to go take it. You need to apprehend <laughs> so, it, of course, right, right. So you have to apprehend think, it. You have to apprehend. You have to go get it. And so when you think about that, it's all about preparation. Are you prepared to possess it? And that means if we don't have a system of self discipline in place, um, we're not prepared to take on what we've been given. And I just think it's a huge responsibility, especially in a system now where we have mm-hmm. it's so. Here's the deal, Pastor Shara. Every day is uncertain. Right. Every right. day. And so. Absolutely. <laughs> every day is uncertain. So the same practices we show up in every day in our prayer life and our beliefs are the same practices that we show up today in a stronger way as a believer. In a da- disastrous system, in a dangerous system, in an uncommon right. place. Right, right. I completely agree. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine uh, the other day, and I, I was just sharing with them that this time is a time where, and, and you know, I know that there are some people who are pushing, you know, and promoting that you produce, 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 um, but productivity is part of the responsibility that God places on, on your life. And so mm-hmm. productivity may not look, my production and my productivity may be different than yours. Um, mm-hmm. So to have a blanket command and responsibility for everybody is, is just not wise. But I do believe, however, that this is a time where you separate um, or it will separate for you, rather, those who are truly, from a spiritual standpoint, seeking after the heart and face of God, really in his face, really being about the business of uniting with the spirit of God so that we can declare and make known the blood of Christ, the power of who he is, his name in the earth, and usher his return uh, in the earth, or we will discover the um, the laziness, the comfort, the complacency, mm-hmm the rebellion and disobedience and stubbornness of the people of God. And I think that when you have moments like this disaster divide, it creates this dissonance where you determine what is, um, what really stands, you know, what you have really on the inside of you. I'm I'm thinking of Mm -hmm. um, uh, in Exodus when Moses comes back from the mountain and he says, whoever's on the Lord's side, come over here. When you have this chaos around you, you have to make a decision about who you are and what you possess. 
And you have to be very well aware of that and, and stay focused on that and be mindful of what it is that God has given you. Rather, first, who he is. Mm-hmm. And then second, what it is that he's given you. And and as Dr. Kimberly said, um, have self-discipline and be sure to uh, produce and, and, and hone in, understand and decide and determine what your belief system is and be able to, as you are, especially during COVID-19, as, as you all that are listening, as you have those moments and those times, and, and being at home does not always mean being idle. So you may have to work. You may have your, your spouses and your children that you still have to attend to and your children probably in a stronger way than you would prior to COVID-19. But when you have those moments, being able to um, do some some self-reflection and a seek after what it is that God would have for you to know pertaining to who he is and what he wants you to do. And don't allow COVID-19, your disappointment, your dismay or distractions or things that are going on around you or the news or you being overwhelmed or your emotions of or a spirit of fear or your emotions of failure or whatever those things are to deter you from being disciplined enough to produce in the like manner that would please God. Absolutely. I think um, I think I, I go back to a statement I made earlier, and this is something we always have to dispel. Um, I, I, we 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 hang on to terms and we use it in um, in one modality. When you think about uh, productivity, productivity is not a task; it is an outcome. Yeah. And so when you say right. "give me the results," give me the productivity of what has happened or took place. Um, it is the outcome of a thing. And so I, right, I challenge right. um, those of us who are listening to expand our thinking from a perspective of moving productivity from a task orientation to an outcome oriented um, um, terminology in your language and how you show up. Because the word of God in Proverbs 14, 23, listen, it says in all toil, there is profit. But mere talk leads mm-hmm. only to poverty. And so when you think about an all toil, that means all work, all systems, every single thing is a profit. Now, if you are limiting profit to money, then um, pity on you. Because when we're thinking about profit and productivity in the kingdom, right, well, your, right, your, your right. prayer life should be productive. Your intercession should be productive. Absolutely. Your reading and studying should be productive. Because I don't want right, you to pray right. and then there is no outcome. What was the productivity in that? And so for me, it is a kingdom perspective and we have to begin to walk not in religious systems, but in the kingdom of God in our spiritual authority that he has given us. And so when we do look at systems like COVID, that we know our authority in prayer, our authority in the spiritual warfare that we have to as believers. And so productivity is not just a task. It's not about writing a book. It's not about writing an ebook. It's not about, you know, just doing an event. Productivity is about what are you producing in this season? And if it's your prayer right. life and you're getting a prayer through, then absolutely. If it's rest so that you can, there are two different forms of rest. Rest is um, resting so you can be refueled or resting because you just don't want to, you don't have anything to do. Well, here is the deal. Yeah. As believers, we have to understand self-discipline is not our enemy. Self-discipline is actually what we have been um, it is a responsibility. When you are chosen, right, you have right, a responsibility. Right. So productivity right. is not just for people who are at home. We're saying work, work, work. Um, you know, get this out on your platform. Get this out. No, no, no. Productivity is 
if you are an intercessor, are you staying on the wall producing and you do you see the right, blessings right, of God right, raising right. people up? Do you see people's lives changing? Are you still being right. um, doing the great commission um during this time? Right. Are you still so I think you know, we have um an opportunity to expand our thinking um as believers on what it means to be productive in a season right, where right. disaster is all around us. And so whether you are um, are choosing in this season to produce um, those tangible things, uh, where it's digital products or whatever the case, writing your book, produce that because it all should be to the glory of God. It all should be mm-hmm, driven mm-hmm, by what mm-hmm. God has given us to do. I brought, you talked about Moses and I want to talk about Daniel because we think about Daniel as it relates to a diet, but I always think about Daniel as it relates to his discipline. And what we don't take the time to do is think about when um, King Nebuchadnezzar had sent his chief person out to get the Hebrew boys and to get, you know, the, 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 the um, some of the little Israelites. He told them, I want you to pick people from the royal family. He so I want mm-hmm. you to pick young men who have um physical no physical defect. I want you to pick handsome men, you know, like they have aptitude, mm-hmm. I mean they mm-hmm. have skill. <laughs> and that he brought Daniel them into a new system. Okay. They were right, talking about right. teaching. He only went to get them so he could conform them to his system in Babylon. That was it. it was full of destruction. He wanted to bring them there to conform them to their system. But what I wanted to explain right. is it relates to Daniel. He had already had a system of discipline. And if you do not believe me, it's in the word of God. It, because he sent mm-hmm. the king sent him to get men who were already producing and he brought them into a new system. And in this destruction, they were feeding them every single thing. Right now, we're getting fed every single thing from every media outlet, every social media outlet. And when we do that, then, Pastor Cher, we have a decision. The Word of God says, um, um, you know, do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So therefore, when mm-hmm. Daniel went into a new system, he already had a productive system of discipline or he would not have been chosen. That was the requirement right. to be chosen. And when he was chosen and he went into this new system, this Babylonian system, when he went there, he then transformed the system. We have to, as believers, take our self-discipline, the structure and the things that God has called us to do within the spirit of God, and then transform mm-hmm, the system mm-hmm. that we're in. We have the a power to transform, but what we're believing Absolutely. is that, oh, I'm looking around, I'm just going to conform, I'm just going to, you know, no, 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 produce from the place that we were producing before, produce in the spirit realm what we have the authority right, to right. do, and we we have the authority for to, over spiritual atmospheres. So I think we need to know in the spirit realm and in the practical, self-discipline is an outcome. Self-discipline is a, a responsibility of who we are. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that as we move through this self-discipline in a disastrous time, to look at um, um, some of those individuals like Daniel in the Bible where we right, see that right. he remains self-discipline. He still produced. He told him he was in a system that was uncomfortable, uncommon, and he told him, he said, listen, let me, you know, try this for 10 days. Let me try, Mm -hmm. let let me, let us eat, you know, how we've been doing. Don't feed us none of this food for 10 days. And Pastor Sherry, when I tell you um, what that scripture speaks of is the discipline that he took in. He took, Mm -hmm. he, he, he was selected because of what he was doing. Because it had an outcome right. on his life. And when he went in the system, he changed that whole system. They began to 
eat like him. And, and the faith to, that he had in come it. Come on. Come yeah, on. And, and, yeah. and then he never doubted. And he didn't say, oh, let me not produce. He right, was even right, blessed. Right. And then after we are self-disciplined enough and obedient, because obedience right, right. Is, is actually um, what drives our self-discipline. He was mm-hmm. obedient unto what he was already given. He was un- be obedient unto the structure he lived his life already. What God had already given Absolutely. him to do, he went in. And then if you take, I don't even want to go through the whole text, but if you look at it, the blessing came after his obedience. The blessing came after the self-discipline that he had in place to produce the destiny that was on his life. That is when right. the Lord then says, um, Daniel, and the three Hebrew boys, Meshach, Rechach, and Abednego, he, then they began to have position in that kingdom, in that unfamiliar place. So we, we still have the ability to have position, even with people losing jobs, even with people downside, companies downsizing. If we are obedient right. unto the systems and structure that God has called us he to as believers, mm-hmm. he will... He will sustain us and he will promote mm-hmm. us in a way and he will give us. It says that he gave them ability, skills and all kinds of craft. They were able to then mm-hmm. uh, the only ones who were able to then interpret the dreams of the king. So right, this is right. a season where in a new system that we're not really familiar with, if we are obedient and we practice self-discipline, whether it's prayer. Self-discipline in um, your study time, self-discipline in ministering and the, the gospel, self-discipline in going before him and pressing in in a greater right, way, right. And self-discipline in writing that fresh manner, that book that God wants to feed people, self-discipline in mm-hmm. handling um, what it is that he's called you to do in your household. If it's to clean a closet to bring structure and to clear your mind so you can get clarity. See, we have to think of it from a different perspective. Instead of fighting right, the battle with right. each other, we have to understand that our battle is not flesh and blood it's not the only thing like it is is, it's not just some each other it's not just a perspective it is principalities it is is, is those dark and powers in the dark places it's so we have to go beyond i'm right who's wrong your discipline looks this way your discipline is supposed to be this we need to you know just um be at do what god has called you to do in this season as long Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. the outcome of your discipline in this season produces a greater level of faith in god not us and not (laughs) but in god right 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 so again i I mean i do get a passion about it but we have to just look at it from (laughs) a biblical perspective um, and those principles that are used in a practical way. And I, I think that's where we are triune beings. And our spirit Absolutely. drives Absolutely. everything. Well, it's supposed to drive everything we do. And and the intent is for us to be led by the spirit of God. So therefore, whatever right, right. it is that we do and how we show up, even in our work, it should be led by the spirit of God. And that is the way we become the woman of God, the man of God, is because we now are led by his spirit. And so in that, mm-hmm. um, we should not be, you know, looking at each other saying, it, you know, you shouldn't be doing this because we don't know what God has um, in leading right. this individual person to do. And you have to have right. a, no matter what, the vision is, uh, is driven by the discipline to produce it. No matter where you are and what you've decided to do in this disaster, in this place of um, discomfort and this uncommon place, what is he giving you to do to produce in a greater way? 
for the kingdom. I, I First of all, thank you. I'm telling you, I know for a fact because I have been blessed by listening to Dr. Kimberly. So I know that those of you that are listening are blessed just the same. And, and I want to encourage you to rewind, go back, take a listen to Catch and Write Down, really focus on and hone in on uh, the, the nuggets that she shared for our lives, especially uh, during this time and even when um, it will be over or when we will transition into something new. These are things that you can uh, store up in your spiritual arsenal, if you will, that will help you be more productive in the kingdom of God and properly use the authority that God has given you as a part of the member of the body of Christ. I want to uh, close out with this uh, in lieu of discipline and disaster. Uh, for those of you that are connected with me, you know I am a huge proponent of reading the Word of God. And um, and actually, Dr. Kimberly has joined the journey this year. Absolutely. Uh, us read, <laughs> of uh, reading the, the Bible through in a year. And today's daily Bible reading of the day that we're recording this um, is, is 1 Kings. And in 1 Kings chapter 19, um, I think it starts around verse 11, Elijah's on the mountain and uh, wind surrounds him, earthquakes surround him, and fire surrounds him. And the Bible says, and the still small voice of the Lord speaks to him and he answers to the voice. The purpose of me bringing that up is, is that there are many things that are disastrous around us, whether it be COVID, whether it be the things that you hear, whether it be natural disaster, whether it be the things that you read on social media, all of these things that surround you, um, that as the body of Christ, that we are to be connected with God. But there are a lot of things at times that surround us and could potentially, if we allow it to cloud our hearing and connectivity and intimacy mm -hmm. with God. But the Bible says that out of all of those things that mm -hmm. he found the still small, he heard the still small voice. And so my encouragement to those of you that are listening is that discipline is not focusing on the things that are around you. Discipline is mm -hmm. not even not acknowledging those things because they're written because he acknowledged them. Yes, there was an earthquake. Yes, there are winds. Yes, there is fire. But yes, mm -hmm. there is a still small voice that we have to be in tune to. So no matter what you are feeling, no matter what you are reading on social media, seeing on the news, no matter what you are thinking, no matter what those the, the additional roles and responsibilities that you have, just trying to filter through all of these things, and not just for COVID, but for life, period. No matter what those things are, I bid you this, that God does not speak through the things that are around you. He desires to speak to you. And, and mm -hmm. our discipline has to be to hear him clearly enough that amid all of those things, I know when he's speaking, thus I know what my responsibility is, thus I know what I need to do to produce, whether that be, as Dr. Kimberly mm -hmm. said, to be an intercessor or to, you know, to produce the manner where the book is concerned, whatever those things are. Thus, I know the authority that I have on this mountaintop amid all these things. Mm -hmm. Thus, I know who he is and who I am in him. When my ear is in tune, then I can be disciplined enough to produce in the way that he would have for me too. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage all of you to seek the face of God, seek the face of God, spend time in prayer, get direction by the spirit, seek him in his word, know what it is that God wants you to do and be self-disciplined enough to produce, to please him, whatever that mm -hmm. looks like, uh, so that God can get the glory out of your life. Dr. Kimberly, thank you so very much. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you so very much, and I thank God 
um, for what you have shared with us. And I thank God for our connection. And again, for those of you that are listening, I know that you've been blessed. Um, I want to give you an opportunity, Dr. Kimberly, for you to share uh, maybe some things that you have going on quickly or how they can connect with you, your website, so that they can uh, follow and get connected with you. Absolutely. You can always um, connect with me on social media. So on Facebook and Instagram, I'm Dr. Kimberly Ellison. And on um, LinkedIn, I'm Kimberly Ellison, PhD. Right now, we have an amazing uh, Kingdom Boss Chick uh, Blueprint Bible Study, where we are talking about women in the Bible who are business owners, entrepreneurs, careerpreneurs, um, and mompreneurs. And we're taking the blueprint and walking through that biblical blueprint of that um, kingdom box chick and identifying areas in which we can apply it in our life and how does it apply um, to today's um, dispensation so in which God speaks to us. So if you will, you can um, join us. You can go to corporatejewelpwc.com and join Kingdom Box Chick, which is the Bible study. But again, I'm so excited to connect with you. Social media is one of the better ways um, in which I stay connected uh, with those uh, individuals who um, would love to know more. And then you can go to my website, which is drkimberlyellison.com. That's drkimberlyellison.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again so very much. Uh, I, I appreciate your time, and I'm honored that you uh, joined, and I thank God for you. I thank all of you that are listening. I appreciate you for being so faithful. And uh, I know that with every podcast that you tune into and listen to, that that God is blessing you and challenging you and changing you, transforming you all the more. And I know that this is uh, no different. This is just another nugget added on to what you have received from my podcast. So thank God for you being faithful listeners and partners with CDW Life Nuggets. And until next time, uh, I pray that you have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to the CDW Life Nuggets podcast. To get more information or if you want to hear a repeat broadcast, download the Share D Weekly Ministries mobile app on the App Store and also available on Google Play. Or you can visit shareweekly.org. May God bless you and heaven smile richly upon you. This has been another CDW Life Nuggets podcast. Until we meet again, remember to manifest and maximize life.